Hey everybody, this is episode 30 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hicks. What an amazing first month of the podcast this has been. To date, the podcast has been downloaded almost 5,000 times. I'm so grateful for your support and that you are a part of this discipleship community. Now, if you're new here, every day I share a short podcast episode to inspire you to be stronger as a disciple of Jesus. If you haven't already, please give the podcast a rating and a review, as well as subscribing on Apple Podcasts or any of the podcasting platforms. It's one of the best ways to expand the reach of this ministry, and it really means a lot to me. Today, we are talking about the urgency of the gospel. If you grew up in church, you may remember singing the old hymn, Rescue the Perishing. I remember we would sing this when I was a child, sometimes when a missionary came to visit our church, and we'd sing the song to inspire the congregation to reach out to the lost and to bring them to Jesus. But one night, a church was singing this old hymn, and the lyrics go like this, Rescue the perishing, care for the dying, snatch them in pity from sin and the grave, weep over the erring one, bring them to Jesus, tell the poor sinner that Jesus can save. A man in the church was so impacted by these words that he went up to the pastor after the service and said, Pastor, I'm ready. The pastor asked, ready for what? He said, that song we sang, I'm ready to do it. I want to be a part of rescuing the perishing. The pastor looked at him and said, well, that's not something we really do. That's just a song we sing. Today, I'm not sure how you view the church, its mission, and its role in the world, But in Scripture, we see that reaching lost people and bringing them to a saving relationship with Jesus Christ is God's one purpose. God's great desire is that all of humanity would find salvation and forgiveness in Jesus. You see, God has no other agenda. He has no other plan. This is why Jesus came. And this is why He has established the church, so that in every nation and in every neighborhood, there would be a witness of the saving grace of Jesus. Peter says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The word lost is a term Jesus uses to describe someone who has not yet come to a point of faith and trust in Christ. They may be searching for truth, but they are looking for it in all the wrong places. Jesus said in Luke 19, verse 10, that he had come to seek and save those who are lost. As I think of those of us who are followers of Jesus, those of us who are his disciples, do we truly recognize that people around us are lost and without hope unless they come to know Christ? I remember reading a survey once of people who had witnessed a drowning. One of the questions that was asked was, why didn't you rescue them? Many times the people said, we didn't realize they were drowning. There was a lot of splashing in the water, and we thought they were just splashing and having fun. We didn't realize they were in trouble. Leonard Ravenhill, in his classic book, Why Revival Tarries, wrote, The problem with Christians in America is that we're not concerned over lost people. We're not concerned enough to cry. He writes, A man and a woman will weep when their little pet gets run over in the street in front of their house. But that same couple has never wept one tear because their neighbor across the street is lost without Jesus. Something is wrong. He goes on to write, a woman will cry when her daughter walks down the aisle of a church to be married, but that same mother has never shed one tear because that same daughter 
has never been saved. Something is wrong. So what do we do? When we sense the urgency of the gospel of Jesus, what do we do? Well, we reach out to those in our families, those in the workplace, people we go to school with, those in our neighborhood, maybe those on the Little League team. And we say, I want to tell you about the difference Jesus has made in my life. Would you come to church with me and see what God is doing? This is how we reach lost people. It's so important for you and I to understand how people are influenced to place their faith in Jesus. Studies have been done, and you might be surprised to to learn how people have placed their faith in Jesus. What is it that led them to faith in Christ? 1% said that they were saved at an evangelistic crusade. 4% said a church evangelistic program was the tool that God used to bring them to Christ. 5% said they walked into a church. 8% said a pastor led them to Christ. But 76% of people said that they came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ through the influence of a friend or a family member. In John chapter 1, verse 41, when Jesus calls Andrew to follow and to be a disciple, the Bible says, the first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. Here's today's challenge. Write down the names of three family members or friends and commit to praying daily for their salvation. Ask God to give you the courage to invite them to attend church with you. Begin sharing with them the difference Jesus has made in your life. And let's pray that God would help us all sense the urgency of the gospel message. Hey, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. Be sure to check out the show notes for today's episode at 5minutediscipleship.com backslash 30. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.